protests are happening in China. Again, though, with two big stories that could threaten the fragile U.S. economy, Wall Street suffered very heavy losses yesterday after China's biggest public protest in decades shook up investors Pretty who crazy. were worried, very worried about the disruption to global supply chains. It's also interesting because, like, Dude, literally, okay, first of all, I'll give you my take before anything else. I think China's zero COVID policy, especially with new strains, is unimaginably difficult to continue. Straight up. Stop saying CIA. Calm the f*** down. The idea, especially when you don't have like a, I've talked about this already, when you don't have actual like end, when you don't know when, uh, if someone gets COVID in your fucking apartment block or if someone gets COVID in the fucking factory line, when you don't know when that shutdown is going to end, that's, you know, that's not, that's, that's not safe. From what I understand, China is ending its COVID zero policy in the new year for the record. You can tell me if I'm wrong about this, uh, but this is what I've heard from my uh, Chinese relatives, at least, so it could totally be fake. From what I understand, the the COVID zero policies are going to be uh, even before these protests. The COVID zero policies were going to be uh, ending, or at least like the restrictions were going to be lowered next year. Now, I find that to be conflicting because, from what I understand and everything I read, it feels as though what do you call it? Like this is a big part of the the G legacy. Chatters when hogs protest COVID lockdowns. Lol, Chud's mad. Chatters when Chinese people protest COVID lockdowns. The Chinese people demand freedom. SOS China. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Now, of course, this is if you wanted a fucking zero COVID policy, this is what it looks like. This is a government enforced zero COVID policy, and I think that they did a really good job originally in the beginning, and I think that now moving into the state of COVID and the way that COVID works now and the way that like the rest of the world is treating COVID now, it's fucking virtually impossible. It's really people that are upset with the implementation and not the idea of zero COVID. Yeah, the implementation of zero COVID policies are fucking not great. They're, they're awful. They're not good at all. Especially the uncertainty of when shutdowns will end makes it so much worse. Also, they don't have the mRNA vaccine, which uh, I don't know why the fuck they haven't like stolen the IP. I, I, I literally don't understand how the fuck they don't have it. Um, Moderna has refused to hand over China the core intellectual property behind the development of his COVID-19 vaccine, leading to a collapse in negotiations on its sale there. The Financial Times reported on Saturday, citing people familiar with the matter. The Cambridge, Massachusetts-based uh, pharmaceutical company turned down China's request to hand over its recipe for its mRNA vaccine because of commercial and safety concerns, the newspaper said, citing people involved in negotiations that look, that took place between 2020 and 2021, added that the vaccine maker is still eager to sell the product to China. The company had given up on its previous efforts to access the Chinese market because of China's demands that it hand over the technology as a prerequisite for selling to the country. Moderna did not immediately uh, respond to Reuters' request for comment. China has not approved any foreign COVID-19 vaccines and relies on several domestically developed shots, Sinovac. In September, Moderna Chief Medical Officer Paul Burton said that the company was keen to collaborate with China on supplying its mRNA-based COVID-19 vaccine to the country. Um, they want to sell it, but they don't want to give the IP so that China can make its own fucking version, uh, partially because mRNA vaccine technology is going to be the next wave, okay? Which it already is becoming the next wave. Well, when I went to those protests in Beijing, those people there, they were determined to make their voices heard. But at the same time, as you showed there, China's giant censorship machine is in overdrive, determined to make it as if those protests never happened, erasing videos, comments of the protests across the country on all Chinese social media platforms. State media, meanwhile, completely ignoring it all and publishing headlines, reiterating that zero COVID is scientific and effective. But the protesters in China know that this is the system they're up against. They chant, Xi Jinping, step down. An extraordinary show of defiance in China. 
In Shanghai, they chant for freedom, democracy, and end to COVID lockdowns. Even targeting the Communist Party and the Supreme Leader himself, searing nationwide anger, triggered by a deadly fire in China's far west Xinjiang region. Water unable to actually reach the fire blazing from the high floor of the apartment building. Videos indicate COVID restrictions prevented fire trucks from getting close enough, apparently blocked by fences and metal barriers normally used during lockdowns. In the building's chat group, a mother pleads, help us, my kids are dying, we don't have enough oxygen. Every time something like this shit happens, every time something like this shit happens, there's like some fucking psychotic fucking like regional leader or whatever that's like, no, we got to do this, okay? And then that dude gets executed, okay? But of course, that doesn't make it to the fucking news. That never makes it to the fucking news. And they're literally like, uh, it's just, it ju they just leave it off like this, as though this is like the normal work of like China's COVID policy. Most of Xinjiang has been locked down for more than a hundred days. The protests even spilling into the capital. They're chanting that they don't want COVID tests. They want freedom. And many people are also holding white papers in their hands, which is a sign of solidarity against censorship. A man with a loudspeaker shouts, we always support the Communist Party, but we want democracy and freedom. As is always the case, the worst of the worst with respect to like restrictions, shutdowns, or even like uh, treatment overall from state authorities and state enforcement is going to happen in places like Xinjiang, where the Chinese government is notorious at, at uh, handling the people there in the worst way possible. So just, you know, remember that. But the only reason why I'm mentioning this is because if you literally think that this is going to lead to like some kind of fucking erosion of trust in the government or that this is going to destroy the Chinese government or whatever, I, you're, you're mistaken. Like many protests that have taken various forms in China in the past 20 years, those unfolding now, one should erode the idea that young Chinese who tend to drive these movements have largely been pacified by the CCP or made blindly supportive of it, should not get people's hopes up that it will ultimately yield any real political change, uh, much less threaten CCP's hold on power. China is doing one thing very well, okay? You want to know what it is? It's materially improving the lives of literally as many people as they physically can are they fucking brutal absolutely are they oppressive absolutely do they uh control information flow absolutely but you know what they're doing that is causing people to not fucking oh uh, you know topple the government it's not the brutal oppressive structure of the chinese government that is stopping people from literally taking up arms you have a country that is famous for its peasant rebellions okay these motherfuckers will use rocks and sticks and stones to fight back if they have to the main reason is because they like the high-speed rail they see the, the the chinese prosperity okay which is the 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 way to uh, i guess uh, have a more patriotic approach to socializing certain sectors or forcing rich people to hand over uh their their profits and shit like that chinese people understand that the government is fucking ruthless and oppressive but as long as they keep their fucking head down okay they are making china prosper together they have a social cohesion that is also justified by the genuine improvements that they've seen over the course of the past 20 years. They are in their fucking 80s and 90s era right now where you have like a robust middle class, okay? You have growth in every fucking sector. Sure, there are holdups, okay? Sure, there are hangups uh, with respect to, uh, you know, the real estate market in China and shit like that. 
But ultimately, people see all of that. People recognize all of that. People experience it. And that causes them to go, yeah, this is really fucked up. It is fucked up, okay? But that's the reason why American media always gets whipped up into a fucking frenzy to say, look how bad China is. This is truly going to fucking be game changer. And it's never the game changer that they think it is. It fizzles out after two fucking days. It's something that you guys here understand, okay? You guys here understand that reality. Yeah, they got fucking sticks out. Okay, they got sticks out. But guess what? They got a lot of carrot too. Okay, they got a fuckload of carrot. A lot of people don't like the uncertainty and the handling of the COVID lockdowns and stuff like that, for sure. Okay, people get very upset because they don't like not knowing when they can go back outside. Okay, that's a, that's a terrible situation to be in. It's the uncertainty from everyone I've talked to, from everything I've read on the matter, the uncertainty of the issue makes it uh, worse. Okay. Significantly worse. That is where a lot of people don't like it. That is where a lot of people don't like the, the, uh, the impact of the fucking shutdowns, but also simultaneously, they look to the rest of the world and they see millions of dead people from COVID and they think, yeah, we kind of did a good job overall. It's the collective understanding of, of uh, the, the, uh, reality that like China is doing not as bad as the rest of the world. And it's another instance where you're just like, yeah, you're supposed to put your head down and, uh, you know, and, and keep on trucking. That's not, okay. Um, anyway, that's not to say the unfolding events are insignificant. They're clearly a very big deal. But in the moment, we often get overexcited and underestimate the party's ability to handle these things and make them virtually forgotten, at least publicly within a very short time. That would never go away if it wasn't all the other things that the Chinese government does that instills a sense of confidence in the government having your back. You might disagree with the Chinese people on this, but there's a collective understanding that like, you know, there's a there's a sense of national pride and a collective understanding that the government is doing all right by them, even when they're being fucking insanely oppressive in other instances. So there's this like, there's this interest not to push in certain areas, knowing full well that the government will fucking clamp down on it, while simultaneously they, they recognize that overall there is a, a, a sense of Chinese prosperity. But I also won't be surprised if this massive rebuke of authority is also forgotten in the next few months when the next round of simplistic young Chinese have become so pacified by the CCP and brainwashed by patriotic education and censorship art articles come out. Maybe this will have an effect on zero COVID policy, which would be big, but often the lasting change that comes from instances of mass protests is the CCP learns from them, gets more paranoid, and the stability maintenance apparatus gets even more sophisticated draconian i think that is like that is, there's truth to that as well this is a little bit more uh, anti-china than uh, my approach i think but there is truth to that they do get more sophisticated for sure uh, in tracking dissidents and shit like that but also simultaneously you can't track every person there's not enough there is not enough tools in the tool belt to fucking control billions of people so you got to do something that china has done very well which is offer them things that make them feel like, they're doing all right. More deja vu from past events. Insisted that this time is fundamentally different. But this hurts people's kids. This public transport everywhere. This is public transport everyone uses. This is air everyone breathes. This is calling for free speech. This is a deadly outbreak that affects everyone. Maybe this time is fundamentally different. To reiterate, what's happening is a big fucking deal. Never say never when it comes to mass movements in Chinese politics. But I long ago learned to temper expectations when the initial feeling is, wow, what an unprecedented rebuke of authority. Can't help but remember most vividly in 2013's Southern Weekend Movement, when it seemed like the cat was out of the bag, a free speech movement that has started back could never be stuffed back. Instead, we got Document 9, an incredible wave of repression, basically the end of an era. When it's quiet in China, there's hangering that the CCP has co-opted the people with economic growth, propaganda, nationalism, and censorship. Okay, he's saying the same things I'm saying, but in a negative way. Co-opted the people with economic growth 
is a psychotic approach, dude. This is literally when people were saying like, China's actually pacifying the people by building high-speed rail and like heavily urbanizing uh, their, their country. Then when people do speak out en masse, it flips and many people get giddy at the idea that China is ripe for revolution. Both ideas are overwrought. No, it doesn't matter. I'm saying like, this is something that you see in Western uh, reporting on China. They're co-opting the people with economic growth. How about we fucking co-opt the people with some economic growth, man? How about that? It's literally the same energy as like, wow, Joe Biden is bribing people by, you know, offering them 20,000 up to $20,000 in fucking student loan debt relief. No, dog. That's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what the government does. Economic growth isn't an a priori good thing, is it? It has to be spread around evenly to be a good thing. Yeah, well, that, when they say the people are being co-opted with economic growth, they mean like it's spreading to the masses. Trust me, if China was exclusively fucking uh, uh, focusing on growth sectors and like beefing up their fucking billionaires and they're wealthy instead of like spending a trillion, gorillion fucking dollars in insane infrastructure projects, you wouldn't be fucking hearing these people criticize it, okay? Oh wait, isn't that what the US does though? No, the US does the other thing. That's a really good take. If that were completely true, I don't think they'd be banning people for gaming for too long in regards to just trying to passive other people. Yeah, literally. Every facet of fucking... Okay, Chinese social media applications for young kids is dramatically different than the way that we allow the gung-ho, do whatever the fuck you want. Here, take the iPad and, and uh, let it run. Generation of children that we have in America where they're like, their shit is monitored uh and and uh like the kinds of content that is like uh being uh served to children is like educational in nature you know what i mean instilling a sense of like chinese uh, uh patriotism certainly okay but also on top of that like that that means something that says something that means that they're not trying to fucking pacify their uh their entire uh they're they're not trying to pacify their entire nation if they wanted to do that they would just go gung-ho like america does we're very good at pacifying the nation with uh with a relentless sea of 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 nonsensical information that you just watch and you just dull yourself uh over and over again the u.s does all the repression and state violence and surveillance but without any of the economic growth and prosperity thank you that's my point which is why i always say listen if this shitty fucking hand that American people are dealt uh, where they have to deal with like fucking not having working water in certain neighborhoods, not having fucking water pipes that aren't corrosive or full of lead in certain neighborhoods, like poor neighborhoods or, uh, you know, having to, uh, having to live on the fucking streets because they've been priced out of the housing market. Like all of that sort of shit should be eliminated if the American government is going to fucking keep cracking on people's skulls every time there's a protest. Sure, but who's to say that people think the same? America loves to say we're highly patriotic, but most of us despise how the government is ran. How you can speak so heavily on how the Chinese people think? How do you know the generation population think that they're prosperous not hating just a genuine question well i mean my my main fucking point of concern here is that they're not fucking killing their uh their 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 state government uh, enforcers. You're just curious, and I will answer your question. You mean U.S. economic growth this year that's outperforming China? I mean, first and foremost, I literally told you that like the Chinese COVID lockdowns, Libstini, originally were good, okay? I'm not talking about right now. I do think that China's uh, China's COVID zero policies are bad. I already told you. Also, this is a sad and silly and pathetic dub if you think that this is like a big dub for you. You literally admit, I'm going to take a seat on this one. After our COVID death toll, January 6th, multiple state capitals surrounded. Even a Western simp like me doesn't think like this is going to change anything. Although these COVID lockdowns are having a material effect in the cities. And that is a factor, not just enough to lead to a bigger movement. Yes, because guess what China's going to do? They're going to recognize that they can't continue to fucking have 
endless lockdowns and lower the restrictions. And this is something that I also stated. Um, 2023 is when they will most likely ease the lockdown restrictions in China. Anyway, um, I'm not an expert on this matter at all, for the record. Like, I'm not the subject matter expert in all, in all things China. I see every single, uh, you know, I, I see every single outlet on the Western front in, in Western media unironically uh, uh, cover the Chinese state's actions uh, in unison.